Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk alignment, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. And welcome to another week of the Tuning In Podcast. Thank you all so much for being here and happy Wednesday to you. I'm tuning in with you from my closet. I've got a new candle lit and I have my new favorite mocktail, which is tart cherry juice, unsweetened, and soda water. It's tart, it's delicious, apparently it helps with melatonin production, so if you have sleep troubles, this is a great thing to add to your evening, maybe with some magnesium pills, and you'll be sleeping well. I've thoroughly been enjoying this drink lately. This week on the podcast, I share a little bit about my weekend to myself, and some insights that I had while this time alone and with a friend that I got to chat with just today. So go ahead and listen to this week's episode. We talk a lot about what it means to be in relationship and what we learn, what we don't learn, our expectations, and really a new way to look at relationship both in friendships and in partner relationships. So it's a really fun episode. I think I'm going to do another part because truthfully, this is just my current level of insight and I see it growing as I continue to grow in my relationships. So tune in, see what resonates with you. And as always, if you think this would help or resonate with someone else, feel free to share that. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. Happy Woo Woo Wednesday. So this is a special episode. It is January 20th that I'm recording this, 2020. This is episode 20 of 2020. So I love aligned numbers. It feels really fun and special to me. So this is a special episode because I say so. (laughs) It feels special to me. So I just had the most delightful weekend. My husband, John, was out of town. He went to go visit his parents in Arizona. And here's a little secret about me. I am totally a homebody, and I love just, like, chilling at home with my husband. And then every time he goes out of town, I'm really happy, okay? So this isn't just a secret between us love being alone. I lived alone only for a year, so I've always otherwise had a boyfriend, fiance, husband, or roommates, or my parents. So when I have time to be alone, it is like I feel like I'm soaring and just gleeful with the sense of freedom. The funny thing is, I'm alone a lot during the day when my husband is home and he obviously doesn't work from home. He works in a lab 
And then he comes home and he runs. And so I actually have a lot of time alone. But there's something about knowing that it's just me that I have to think about that it inspires me. It somehow allows me to do more work and be more creative and just do whatever the heck I want. So today in doing whatever the heck I want, I met up with one of my dearest friends and mentors, Micah, and we had, as we always do, the best conversation. And one thing that came up was, of course, how free and full of delight I feel when I have time to be alone. And we really talked about relationship. And something I said to her in reflection was, you know, I'm in this past year really starting to see my relationship with my husband from a completely different perspective. I'm able to kind of step away from the relationship and see it from the bigger picture of what are we co-creating? What are we in this for? Because I don't think that we are taught how to do relationships. One of many things that we are not taught in school and we learn by witnessing people close to us who also haven't learned how to be in a relationship. And worse, we learn by watching the BS on movies, on TVs, in books, and possibly in the media. I'm not sure. What does that do? Well, frankly, I think it sets us up for failure. We are surrounded by this idea that we see the person, we fall in love with the person, that person is our entire world, and as Micah said, that all we're meant to do is just sit there and stare at them lovingly. And that really diminishes the true power of a relationship. I'm directly speaking here on partnerships, but I believe fully that this relates to friendships and business relationships as well. But for now, I'm just going to speak to what I've been thinking and reflecting about, which is partnerships. But go ahead and apply this to whatever you're personally looking at. So we diminish the power of true relationship by assuming it's supposed to be this lovey, doughy-eyed, you're everything to me, I'm everything to you. We're always passionate and full of sex drive and love and intimacy from that perspective. Very much the romantic comedy (laughs) type of genre where like my heart will break forever without you. Okay, maybe that's true. I mean, Beyonce and Jay-Z seem to be in that relationship now. was not always that way. It certainly doesn't seem. But it's really important for us as a couple to be able to step away from the influence of books and media and movies. I mean, come on. Those are fantasy in so many ways. And actually look at ourselves as a couple and say, what is it that we are here to create? 
what can we do together that is bigger than either of us as an individual? So first, of course, you have to grow the relationship and that partnership. And there is that beautiful honeymoon face of love and just adoration of each other. But as you become more secure, as you become more confident, as you each independently anchor yourselves in who you are as an individual, then you each can come to that relationship in a more complete way. So see, then you don't look for the relationship to heal you. That is one of those places where I see that the relationship is diminished. We lose its power when we come broken to the relationship and we expect the other person to do the work of healing for us. You know this podcast is all about tuning in, going inward, doing your own self-care, doing your own self-reflection. We must do that work before we enter into the relationship because the more whole we are as an individual entering a relationship, the more powerful the relationship can be. Now, of course, the beauty of relationship is it gives us challenges. It gives us opportunities to grow as individuals and as a couple. And it offers a direct mirror that we can reflect upon ourselves. I mean, John certainly is a mirror for me where I see myself very clearly reflected from him and it gives me more clarity on what work I need to do. But I can't enter the relationship thinking that he's going to complete me and make me happy and fix me because then if something goes wrong with me, I put the strain on the relationship because the relationship is the reason that I'm okay. So there is a difference. Relationships can be very comforting. It can give us roots. It can give us grounding. And it can give us protection and healing. I feel that if that is the only purpose of the relationship, then it is so bogged down by its need to take care of the individuals within it that you never have a chance to actually grow the unit and reach a bigger capacity for healing and for service. So John and I recently have both had this deep desire to serve and to do something bigger. And what I'm reflecting on and what I'm really seeing is that the more he and I set a vision for ourselves individually and then for ourselves to co-create, the more power we give the relationship to be the container for our growth and our reach. And what comes with that? I mean, we have to define what relationship means to us. What do we see are indicators of stress in the relationship versus feeling more balanced? How do we know when we're growing versus holding each other back? We be there in compassion for one another and also be there for accountability and to hold the other in integrity. We set intentions and use the other person in the relationship to see us so that we know that we're moving towards something bigger. 
And these are all questions that are worth considering in our relationships. This is something that I'm really diving into now. And it's interesting because if you don't know, my husband, John, and I, we have known each other since seventh grade, middle school. So we grew up in the same town. We've known each other since middle school. We dated in high school. We broke up. And then we dated again through college. And then I graduated college. We moved in together. And then we broke up. And then that's when I got to live alone for a year, which was so magical. And then we got back together. And then we got engaged. And now we've been married for just over a year. So we've known each other. I'm almost 32. And we've known each other since we were 13. So we've known each other longer than we haven't known each other. And as you can imagine, we've had to grow. And while you can grow within a relationship, we both needed times to step away so we could grow as individuals. And the more we were able to do that, the more we were able to heal ourselves, the more we are now able to commit to this relationship with completely different expectations. I'm so grateful for that process. And through that, I mean, when you know someone for so long, it's, it's a different form of relationship. And I see my personal path on this life journey is that my relationship is going to help me have greater growth and greater access to serve others. And I will always have this tether, this grounding energy of John to connect me, help me feel safe, and also inspire me to keep going. And that's something that I've had to reflect on personally, as he has. And I encourage and offer each of you to really ask yourselves, why am I in this relationship? Because as you can imagine, Different relationships with different people are going to challenge you and inspire you in different ways. So when you're sitting there with your partner or even considering your future partner that you're maybe manifesting, the question becomes a really important one that only you can answer. Why do I want this partnership? How is it going to serve me? How am I going to serve the relationship as a unit? And how is the relationship ultimately going to help each of us individuals grow and expand and serve the bigger picture of our lives? It's no accident that we end up in a relationship. And the crazy thing is we can continually choose to be in it or not. And whether or not you're physically in it, you can choose to be emotionally in it or not. And I think there's this weird sense of like, we have to get married and then be with someone regardless. And I disagree. I think it's worth reconsidering why you've made the choice to be in this relationship and choose consciously if you want to continue to have it, to hold it. Because the power of a relationship is exponential if we use it intentionally, if we're willing to show up, if we're willing to witness ourselves and to be challenged and to grow. 
I feel like besides my own business, my relationship with my husband has been one of the most challenging and rewarding things that I've committed to and have continually committed to growing. And it for me, it has to be that way. And if something is no longer serving your purpose or the bigger picture purpose in relationship, we have to be willing to talk about this, consider it, and ask the questions is, is this still what we both want? Why not ask the question? It's scary, I know, but why not consider the possibility of really showing up 100%, each of you showing up 100% to be in this relationship. And if you're not willing to do that, what happens and what does it look like for you to let that go? Have you considered that, you know, if you're not 100% in that you're actually holding the other person back, you're doing them disservice. And then you're doing the unit, the relationship, the overarching theme disservice, which also means you're holding yourself back. And if we're believing, as I am, that we're all spiritual beings that deeply desire to grow and evolve and expand, then why would we continually sit in a situation that traps us, that locks us in? And this is a much bigger conversation. I'm not really interested in talking right now about breaking of relationships. I'm, But I'm just saying that if you're not in 100%, you can start to ask yourself, well, how do I want to show up for this relationship? What do I want to get out of it? What do I want my partner to get out of it? What do I want us to co-create together? Because one thing that I have found and continue to find The more John and I align on our vision as a couple, the more we both show up as an individual fully. And that to me is this crazy feeling because I have to be honest, until this year or this past year, we never really spent a lot of time like, what do we want? It was more like we're just getting by and we each have some goals, but we never really thought of like our bigger picture. And now as we talk about it, we both get really excited for the vision for our future and what we can each do now to co-create that. And, you know, we're big picture thinkers and it's fun to have someone to hold that vision with. And it gives you something to show up for. And it gives you a reason to be really open and to communicate and to share and ask each other questions because you know that ultimately, even when you're at odds, even when you're fighting, truly you are fighting for the same thing. Because don't you both want what's best for the other at the end of the day? And if you both want what's best for the other, don't you both want what's best for the whole? And if that's the case, work through it, right? Let's have the difficult conversation because we want to grow and let's move through this instead of avoiding it and pulling away because that's only going to diminish the unit, diminish the whole. I really wish that we had more of these conversations, especially as children, because if we're not in an intentional relationship, then the kids just, they just see what they see and then they see what's on TV. And it's very confusing (laughs) to say the least. 
because we get, and I am so guilty of this, is I, I start to look at Instagram and I scroll and I see all these amazing, happy couples that are in the business together. And I'm like, oh my God, John and I should be in business together and we shouldn't be fighting and we should, you know, be having these big adventures together. And all of a sudden, I lose the vision that my relationship has that we've created on our own. And then I start putting expectations from very little information that I happen to see elsewhere and start to believe that there's something wrong with my unit. And then I start to operate from a place of lack and trying to fix something that wasn't broken in the first place. Which is why I think it's so important for us as partners and as a couple to really decide what our relationship looks like, right? What does your partnership look like? And with that, you always have your barometer. You always have your true north. And you might get momentarily distracted by the couples traveling to Bali on Instagram, but then you might remind yourself that that's not something that you as a couple really want, or, you know, to have $20 million homes. You as a couple can only truly know what you both want and what you both are working toward. And truthfully, the movies and the Instagram and the media, that is all a distraction. And that pulls energy and it pulls attention and it pulls love and commitment away from your vision. But see, if you don't have a vision as a couple, if you don't know what you're co-creating, if you're not holding each other in that space and looking to each other for intention and accountability and safety and commitment, then you're just going to be like, what does Katy Perry say? A bag in the wind blowing around or a tumbleweed. As a couple, you'll bounce here, you'll bounce there, you'll want this, you'll want that, and you'll never really be going anywhere because you don't know what you both want. And you'll just be trying to fit a mold, to fit in the box, the Instagram square that looks and sounds good, but ultimately is fulfilling neither of you at the core, at a cellular level. And that's where we end up. That's the accidental relationship. That's where You just don't know what else to do, so you're just in the relationship out of convenience. But even an accidental relationship can become intentional. And here's the deal. The only person in that relationship that you can have do anything is you. So if you show up 100%, you don't have to then go demand your partner do the same. But you have to start with yourself. You have to be willing to ask these questions. You have to be willing to go inward. You have to be willing to take space away from each other intentionally and not feel guilty that you love it when your partner's out of town. It's okay to be free and to be in a relationship. It's okay to love hanging out with your partner and love it when they're out of town. It's okay to create routines and go out as a couple and also do things individually if that's what your couple, your relationship holds as a vision. But if you don't know what it is, you're always going to default to what you see around you. And if you always default to what you see around you, you will never co-create a relationship that is right for you and for your relationship. You have to decide. 
You have to be willing to show up and ask yourself what you want, what you desire, what you need, what you see in the future for your relationship, for your partnership, for the container that contains a part of you. The whole you and the whole partner is within this one relationship. So the more each of you chooses to show up completely as yourself, do the work, and enjoy the space that is created with intention, the happier, the more joyful, the more impact you can have. It's a constant practice. (laughs) And for me, it's one that I'm willing to show up for. And it inspires me to do more reflection and spend more time with myself so that when I am with my partner, when I am with John, I'm giving him my best. I don't need him to fix me. I can fix me. Not that I'm broken, right? But when I need something, I can work through it on my own. And then I can share with him. He'll always be there to hold space for me and to bounce ideas off of and anything. But ultimately, I have to remember that I am capable of doing this on my own just as he is. And we're both choosing to do this together. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on being in a relationship. I hope it gave you some insights. And again, this is a conversation that I'm opening up. I by no means believe that I have all of the answers. It's more that I wanted to share something that I'm really inspired about and think is worth having more conversation about in general. So if you have anything, any takeaways or anything that you'd like to share, please comment, send me a DM on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans. And we can really build a conversation about intention and relationships. Until next time, have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Tuning In Podcast. As always, if this would resonate with anyone you know, please share the episode. You can follow along with my journey on Instagram at Dana underscore Evans, or find me on my website at alignful.com.